Welcome to Knoxin' on Knoxville's Door, a podcast where two Knoxville boys talk about all things Knoxville and East Tennessee and share a few laughs. My name is Trey Townsend. And I'm Grant Howard, and we are coming to you live from the tip of the sun sphere. We've got to be a little quiet today. It's very early in the morning. It's We're recording early, in the morning. early. Our energy's a little low. Our energy's a little low. Uh, we snuck through the Primo restaurant. I don't think they know we're here. We're not quite to our office yet. But we're working our way to the top. We're sneaking through the restaurant right now. Yes, um, they were kind enough. One of the busboys gave us the elevator code, so we just come in here whenever we want. I tipped him ten dollars. It was a big, it was a big price, but it worked. <laughs> and that's we put that in on top of the fee for recording. So yeah. I guess this episode is technically costing five thousand and ten dollars. Yeah, five thousand and ten dollars. That's five thousand per use, by the way. It was the best we could negotiate. It's prime real estate down here on the tip of the sun sphere. Yeah, I mean, it's a small room. Very small room. I mean, can you think of a better place to record a Knoxville podcast? No, I would like to say it has its advantage, as in it's a great vantage point. Ooh. I feel like I had to explain that because it was so bad. Have you ever heard of the term bird's eye view? No. So, I guess it just means like... If you're like a bird, mm-hmm. you're in the air. You're in the air. You have an eye. You can just see like you're above things. So it's literally like you looking. You're looking like a bird. You're looking like a bird, and that's how I feel here at the top of the sun sphere. Why don't they just call it bird sight? Maybe we should. We should change it. Man, that's really bird sight. Talk about a bird sight. Bird sight. So come up to the sun sphere on your next day off, not to the booth because you're not gonna get and access. Experience this unless you got five grand, or if you want to pay us ten thousand dollars to enroll in our entirely voluntary internship program. It looks great on a resume, folks. Right, you don't get paid, but you pay us because we gotta double the space. And there's not actually room in the booth. For That's you. what I'm saying. So, so it's like we'd have to double the rent. Right, because right. we have to we'd have to rent a table from Primo. Yeah. Yeah, you still you couldn't be in the booth with us while while we record, but you could go down to the restaurant. And I'm loud enough to where you could hear me through the the floor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then we could talk to you afterwards. Yeah, um, we so, just run the cables, and you just listen through headphones. Exactly. And we might listen to what you say at the end. On today's episode, we're going to talk about, out of all things, we're going to talk about Volapalooza. Volapalooza, Trey. We thought it would be a good idea to go to Volapalooza 2018 because what's more Knoxville than that? Yeah, Trey. Now, have you had you ever been to a Volapalooza? I have not. Absolutely. We'll get into that later, but yeah. no, I uh, not. Um, before we get into Volapalooza and a couple other things, we're going to play... A little segment called Finishing Kenny. How are you feeling about that? I'm feeling great. Kenny Chesney is an idol of mine. He's a Knoxville hero. Let's get right into this, Trey. Finishing Kenny, I have lyrics plenty. I am Finishing Kenny. Okay, this is Finishing Kenny, a segment on Knoxon on Knoxville's door where I have young Mr. Grant Howard try to complete... A lyric from a Kenny Chesney song. And people don't know this about me yet, but I am actually an award-winning and published poet, so this should be right in my wheelhouse. Actually, I think before we start finishing Kenny, I think we should have a moment of silence, since we're not doing the segment, 
on this podcast for Peyton Manning. Okay. So just a quick moment. Second. Thank you, Peyton. Peyton Manning. So basically the premise of this segment is that I uh, you try to finish a lyric. So um, how, familiar, how familiar are you with Knoxville legend Kenny Chesney? Well, I uh, really love that song where he's like, where I come from. Yeah, we've talked about that. That's not, it's not Kenny Chesney. It's Alan Jackson. It's Alan Jackson? Yes. We've I've, we talked about this. Oh, shit. Does he sing that song about a tractor? Which one? Yes, <laughs> he, he, he does. He has more than one. <laughs> he has an entire more. tractor theme album, apparently. Uh, she thinks my tractor is sexy. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? That was very good. Yeah. Um. So today's didn't didn't your mom go to school with Kenny Chesney? Was it your aunt or something? No. No. I, I thought someone had, he went to Gibbs. Remember? Who was? I thought we knew somebody that went to school with him. I think a lot of people either. I mean, I guess an entire school at one point went to school with him. I remember I had a crazy. I have a not had. He's still my uncle. I have this like kind of crazy uncle, and he. He would always say that my mom could have dated Kenny Chesney, mm. and my mom's like, "I don't know what he's talking." Is this about. your uncle that would wear the bomber jacket? The bomber jacket? I thought you had an uncle that would wear like a bomber jacket. Uh, I think that's my other uncle. Your other uncle? Yeah, this just one. a family full of eccentric uncles. <laughs> yeah, just a forty-year-old man wearing light wash jeans, a bomber jacket, and open-toed sandals. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but uh, let's just let's get into it. Let's see if you can finish this lyric. This I'm is excited. from two thousand. The 2003 Kenny Chesney album, No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problem. I know that song. Okay. Okay, well, it's actually from that song. Oh, sh- okay. Uh-oh. We'll see if you can get it. <laughs> uh, I actually remember owning this album when it came out. I was like 12. Did you have a poster on the wall? No, but I was a big fan. I remember there was a video, mm-hmm. which CMTGAC is a big fan. See, I would just imagine a shirtless Kenny Chesney poster right next to a Keith Gaines. <laughs> Keith Gaines? What's the guy's name? Oh, what is it? You don't mind the Garth Brooks. Yeah, name. yeah, the Garth Brooks. Um, is it, I thought it was Keith shit. Gaines. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines, that's Chris it. Gaines. Chris Gaines. If you don't know Chris Gaines, look it up. That is great music right there. <laughs> okay, here's the lyric. The sun and the sand and a drink in my hand with no what? Hmm. Hmm. Let me get that one more time, Trey. The sun and the sand with a drink in my hand with no what? Woman by my side. With no woman by my side. So let's sing it. Um... And see if it sounds right. All right. The sun, sun and, the my, sand and the sand with the drink, drink in my hand with no, no woman, woman by, by my side. How's that sound to you? I mean, it sounds right to me, Trey. That sounds pretty good to me. Let's me. I'm going to click and we'll reveal the true lyrics. See if you're right. I feel good about this one. I feel good about this one. Ooh, it's actually bottom. No, bo- that makes sense now. The drink. With no, he's got no bottom. No, he's got no, he's got no bottom. He's got no bottom. Because it's in the sand. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, okay. So, so he's bottoms... like buried to just his head, his hands, and his feet are above. Right, and his bottoms, and so he's got no bottom. He's got a really long, silly straw to drink out of this beer. The sun, the sand, a drink in his hand, he's got no bottom. He just says a no bottom. A drink in my hand with no bottom. He's got no bottom. A drink in my hand with no bottom. So it's probably more like the sun and the sand and a drink in my hand with no bottom. That's good. That's very profound. That's been Finishing Kenny. Finishing Kenny, I have lyrics of plenty. I am finishing Kenny. Mm, better than like next time, Grant. I think uh, you were close on that one, but next time... I just got to really channel my Knoxville roots and like my early childhood of listening to uh, prevalent country music with my dad and my mom. I actually have a very soft spot in my heart. Literally. It's a defect. Uh, the doctors told me four 90s like country pop. Like Garth Brooks? Garth Brooks, Brooks and Dunn, all the Brooks. What's the uh, one where it's... Uh, who sings the song about the Chattahoochee? That's also Alan Jackson. That's Alan Jack. Am I an Alan Jackson fan? I didn't even know. <laughs> but you know, yonder by the Chattahoochee. You just listened to your dad just had a Alan Jackson. CD. It's probably my mom more than anything. <coughs> Alan Jackson had a powerful dad look. Do you remember we were in a car together driving to Atlanta one time with my with the woman who would soon be my wife a couple years after that. Your and, wife. And I'm surprised my relationship endured this trip. And we passed the Chattahoochee River. And, and then on cue, without, without planning, yeah, or looking at each other, we didn't discuss this. I think I was in the back seat. You're in the front yeah. seat. We started singing. Is the song just called Chattahoochee? I I'm not sure. hope. I hope it's not way down yonder by the Chattahoochee. We sang like the whole chorus. I think went into the next verse too. Yeah. And uh, does he sing Watermelon Crawl? No, that's somebody else. That sounds like a similar kind of cadence to that song. I'm trying to remember that guy's name. I don't remember. It rained down drive due to watermelon crawl. Big hit. Love that one. So before we get into talking about um, Volley Paloozy, um, I just want to talk about a little bit about like our experience with Knoxville concerts, Knoxville events, because this is a big one. It's our first time going to Volley This is my first time going to a Knoxville concert since I was a teenager. Really? Probably, yes. Um... I recently went to the Dragon Lights Festival. Yes. Did that's you right. go? I didn't I didn't get a chance to go. I saw a ton of people on the Snapchat going. I kinda was bummed out that I didn't get to go. It was pretty cool. Um I went and the only I was really disappointed that there were no there was no like Chinese food. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I wouldn't They just had that. like hot yeah. dogs. Oh god! Have you noticed that? Like, I don't know, because you did. Did you get a chance to go to the uh, Rosini Festival or anything, or, like the Dogwood Arts Festival? No. So like, we have a lot of food trucks here, and like you would expect, like maybe some of the local restaurants downtown to be selling stuff. But like this new thing has happened where we have like a public event, and it's like county fair like vendors show up, and it's like smoked meats and turkey legs and ribbon cut fries and eight feet long hot dogs. Hmm. And I'm just like, what happened? When did this become the standard for well, Knoxville food? This was even worse. This was like fair food. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. It was the fair vendors. It was probably okay. the same people. It, but it wasn't even, I don't know. Like It was like funnel was cakes not, everywhere. Like, they oh. had funnel cakes. And then they had, you know, you go get like a bag of 
regular chips and a hot dog. Yeah. Like, or you so. could maybe get an entire three-gallon bag of pork rind. Yeah. Gross. Um, but the actual, like, lights or whatever you would call them, mm-hmm. they were they were cool. Like, yeah. you could see, tell they were, like, handmade. Probably took forever. Um, one really funny thing. So we, I was there with a friend, and we walked in, mm-hmm. and I think they came over on the loudspeaker, and they were, like, um, they did they did like a performance twice an evening, and they were like the last performance is happening in ten minutes. And you're like, I gotta see that. And they're like, well, I guess we'll go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we sit down. And what were you expecting before you sat down? I don't know. I, we had I had no idea. I, I mean, were like, you expecting to be like something maybe like traditional dance or yes. something? Yeah. So the I'm trying to remember. So the first first thing that happens is first this girl comes out, and she's like holding. Oh, I'm trying to remember. She was holding like a candles or something like mm-hmm. with in her with her feet, <laughs> what in her, in her mouth? It I, was like crazy. Wait, she was holding the same candle with her feet and I'm her mouth. I don't remember what she was holding. My memory's so bad. A candle's pretty precise. I mean, how many more things could it be other than a candle? It was something like that. It was like you know, it was <laughs> just like a candle. Was it a torch? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like. It was very. You're like, oh shit! I'm wrong. It was actually a broom. She was holding right. a broom with her mouth on her. I cannot remember. I want to see. It was a candle. It was candles. I think it was. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, and uh, it's very early. It's such a specific thing to not morning. be certain about. <laughs> but it was very acrobatic, and she was like, I mean, it was amazing. Like she was holding stuff with her feet. Like at one point, I think she was just laying with her body on the ground and holding. What was it? I can't remember what she was holding. <laughs> I cannot remember. We'll just say it was candles. Okay. Like, like birthday her, candles? Or are we talking like some church candles? Like, like something some like three on, feet long candles. I don't remember. Did an acolyte come out in a robe and light them as she was holding them? I feel them? like it was some kind and of And then candle. you guys said the Lord's Prayer and did communion? Exa- yes, because the Chinese are known for being very... And then later you had a covered dish lunch, because I'm assuming this was a Methodist function. <laughs> well, for all, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. What I saw. <laughs> so she's holding, and she has, like, on both feet and both hands and in her mouth, and she's... It was amazing. What? Yeah. Is there, like, stomach on the ground? What yeah. was that? What? Yeah. She was, like, that flexible. I don't care if it was a candle or what. You hold that many things in different parts of your body, that's yeah, amazing. And you're holding a napkin for that all That would be incredible. <laughs> so people are like freaking out. They're like, whoa! She got standing ovation. Yeah. And this and is an Asian American that was doing this? Yeah, this was like, awesome, she was like yeah. actual Chinese woman. Yeah. And then next, um, I'm trying to think. So, the, oh, this guy comes out and it's like, it's like a black guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think he's Chinese. He did not look Chinese <laughs> at all. Uh, and he's got this like, like a headdress on kind okay. of. Like a, like, it's like a, I guess it's a traditional like Chinese something. Mm-hmm. And he has like a I want to say he had like a staff. This has been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been like a month or so. Um, and they play this like music, like cheesy. Donny like, Osmond comes on because they're playing the Mulan soundtrack. <laughs> Let's get down to business. No, it was just like ding, 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 ding. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was offensive. You mouth. I know. I felt that terrible. Was so bad. But it no. was like that, and it was like super loud, and. He's just like literally. I could have done this. Like it was like if you gave me and a staff like, and I went up and improvised like a dance. Oh no! So it's like really bad. It was not good. It was like there was nothing. Did you feel offended? No, <laughs> I was just like, 
I was it was surreal. Yeah. And and that wasn't even some people were like, you know, he gets a round of applause, okay. but it's like uh well that was okay. That was you know, whatever. Yeah. Um but he did nothing impressive or I don't know. And I think it was next. Yeah. Next the guy this was amazing. This got like a forty five year old, like nerdy, bald white guy, mm-hmm. like scrawny guy comes out. Yes. He's wearing like a black vest with no sleeve, like a vest and like nothing on under oh, it. No. Is it leather? I think so. Uh, no. And he has like these obviously like fake like swords and like not a bayonet, but it's like a big staff with a blade on it. Now let's think about this just for a second though, about the brilliance of having a leather vest as part of your costume. Because think about it. You can be Crocodile Dundee, which is mm-hmm. the addition of a hat. You can still carry a blade. can be... Uh, nerdy mall ninja and i guess you can also be a participant in a asian cultural <laughs> art fair that's pretty brilliant if you think about it that's oh. like some good investment in some like costume right there yeah it, it's utilitarian for it sure. is absolutely um i like to think he just like i don't know like runs like a martial arts blog in the area and they were like oh we'll pay you i'm just gonna go out on a limb here and i feel like a guy who's thinking that much of utility he absolutely wears a fanny pack in everyday life like the utility of a fanny pack cannot be understated like he's a guy who sees the value in things for their usefulness right i think that's a good call okay but he comes out and he's got his like blades are like it looks so they're like flapping around like flopping around like they're so obviously fake and they play this like really intense like music, and he's just going like ha. I think he was even going ha. And no. He's, like, and he's like doing these like no. really lame moves and stuff. And so me and my friend are like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> like we're laughing. Like this is. So then the crazy. candle lady comes back out, and he's trying to chop the wicks off the candles. <laughs> no, right. It was way lamer than that. <laughs> and then he's like, "I need four volunteers." Oh and we're God! Like, yes, he's, he's got to impale these people. Great. And so these like four kids get up. And he spanks it's like, all of them with the like broad side of the It's like three small kids and then this like 14-year-old girl who I felt kind of sorry for. Yeah, they're, they're probably like their parents are like raising their hands for them. Yeah. Oh, this is awful. So they get up and he gives them each like a staff. And I was oh, like, what no. is he going to do? What is he going to do? And this is all he does. He takes his staff and he hits their staff with it. <laughs> he has them hold it. And he just hits it like not that hard. And then he's like, come on now, hold it strong. And he's like, Brr. He just smacks a stick in their like, hand. What is this? This is the pinnacle of Knoxville, East Tennessee martial <laughs> arts right here. This is our own martial art. And then we're like, what's he going to do next? And he's like, okay, thank you very much. Whoa. That was it? That's all they did. They wow. stood there and hold a stick. What is it with like nerdy, awkward white guys just loving like, it's like faux martial arts. It's like fake martial arts. Like, what is that? It's like a meme online where it's like, nothing personal, kid. And it's like a guy in a trench coat with a katana. It's like, what What I happened? I don't know how this happened. Or I guess, like, people don't care enough that it's like, I don't know. Because, like, I, don't, I think it's, like, maybe tied to anime or something. But I love anime. And I would never wear a trench coat and carry a six-foot-long, like, <laughs> Japan, fake Japanese sword. I think we stayed for one more act. And it was, like... It was an it was an Asian woman, a different one, mm-hmm. and she was just you know how those like teapots with like the really long like spouts mm-hmm. on them, and she was just like pouring them. Hmm. It wasn't like I could have done it probably. It, at least it was like actually Chinese, I yeah. guess. But <laughs> hmm. But that was my experience with the Dragon Lights Festival. Were Other you, than that, though, you guys like, should have started an encore chant for Sword Dude to come back out. <laughs> 
Hit me with the stick, bro. It was all these families, and it was very cold. And they're just in. The, after the first act, like people are just like. Do you think you could have got the guy to sign? Like if you if you found a stick of ample length, and you could you got him to sign sign your staff? You're like, will you sign my staff? Definitely. Do you regret not doing so? Um. No, actually. No. I I really just want to know how it happened. Like how he got there. Yeah. What's that guy's story? I Next time on the podcast. He probably just like a math teacher at some yeah. high school. Like Maybe works in tech or something. He's an IT like guy. desperate to get people well, to... He's an IT guy for like a large financial firm downtown or something. Right. And this was his moment to shine. What about you? What's the last like Knoxville event you went to? Oh man, I'm trying to think here. Just like Knoxville event in general? Yeah. I think it was the... Uh, I think it was the Dogwood Arts Festival. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the Dogwood Arts Festival, which is actually pretty awesome. You know, a lot of like local Appalachian vendors and craftsmen come down. And they actually sell some really nice stuff there. Some incredible photography and paintings there. Very cool. Yeah, but I, thing... didn't have, I didn't have $3,000 to spend on a 20-foot piece of canvas, so mm. didn't buy anything there like that. Bought some soap. Oh, I love a good soap. A good soap was nice. I think we got, we got tea tree, lemongrass, mm. and peppermint. Because nothing says anything more than hipster of washing yourself with artisanal soap that smells like essential oils. I've gotten really into soaps. Have you really? The older I get. Yeah. It's nice. It's just something nice about being able to, like, you know, moisturize and clean your skin at the same time. I'm a, fan. I'm a big fan. Did they have that in Prime Rib Square? Yeah, it was in Prime Rib Square. Um, it was right... Why is Primo not in Prime Rib Square? Have you thought about that? It's too close to, like, alliteration. It's got to be there. It's Why? Primo... Prime in Italian? Yeah, I think so. It's either that or first, but like prime first, it's like they kind of have blurred meanings there. I would know. I've been to Italy at they least should once. Move. So. That's right. No che di fromage, por favore. They should move to Prime Rib Square and then change their name to Primo Squero. Oh, that's great. And then you don't know. It's like people in Knoxville say, that a Mexican joint. They go there and get some tacos. Hey, shout out to Knoxville's incredible Mexican food scene. Like, legit. There are some great Mexican food places in Knoxville. Yeah, we've got Salsaritas, Chipotle, Taco Cadoba, Cadoba, Cancun. I think that's about it. That's about it. It's great. Yeah, that's great it. Great food. Big fan. One thing that me and you, I don't think... Have you ever been to a UT football game? I have never been to a UT football game. I went... Even though we both went to UT at the same time. Yes, and we've lived in Knoxville for almost our entire lives. I went when I was eight years old with my mom's boyfriend. Okay. Um, now, my wife has been, I think, to three or four games because her mom is a big Alabama fan. Mm-hmm. So, don't tell anybody. But I wish I could fake being mad, but I just... Nah, I don't, don't give a shit. Maybe we should go for the podcast. We'll record an episode. I definitely think that I will think about that. <laughs> It's kind of lame. I mean, you think about it. It's like, let's go to this sporting event where it's like you can't buy booze. And like, a, like there's so many fans that are like so zealous. You know, if Peyton Manning still played. If Peyton sure. Manning was still playing. Sure. Or if he was our coach. In a second. I would be there every Honestly, he probably set, was playing. Do they play like on that. Saturday or Sunday? Oh. Is it Friday night? I think it depends because like, it depends because the players have to go to church twice a month. Yeah. So on those Sundays, they don't play. I thought you were going to say twice the- a week because they're good Christians. Yeah, but they're playing football so much, and then so the, God gives them a pass. Yeah, and then the pastor is like, you know, you're good. Um, the pastor. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> but then on the other two Sunday Sundays is when they play. They play 
on those Sundays. And then they'll they'll go they'll go to church at night and they actually have it um on the field. I don't know if you know this, but Knoxville actually has its own church and whoever the head coaches of our football program is like the Pope of the Church of Knoxville. What's the new coach's name? Do you know? Pruitt, I think is right. That's right. I don't remember his first name. Jeremy. If Peyton Pruitt. Manning was around, if Peyton Manning was around, know. everyone would know. We would know. We would know. I nope. never, actually. Here's I was a huge UT football fan when I was younger. My I remember they created Casey Clawson. I actually, I yep. remember seeing Casey Clawson at a UT baseball game. It was game. that good look with the frosted tips that he yeah. had spiked up before He was there the with his girlfriend. Conference. I was like, man, I wish I was Casey Clawson. I wish I was Casey Clawson. <laughs> and, uh, but actually, I remember, uh, I don't remember what year it was, but UT was going to like, they were going to go to the national championship. Okay. And it was going to be the Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah. All they had to do was... I be, remember this, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they had to beat LSU in the SEC championship, okay. and we were heavily favored to win. And Casey Clawson, before the LSU game, got off the plane or something, I can't remember, with a rose in his mouth. Like, they were going to go to the Rose Bowl. And then LSU, like, killed UT, and oh, we didn't gosh. go. Mm. Um, what was I saying before, though? Oh, when I was, you know, UT played in the championship game. It was early 99. It was the 98 season, right, mm-hmm. when they won? I think that's right. Or was it in early 2000? Don't look to it me for matter. confirmation it here. I have no idea. But I was I was in elementary school, and I remember my, my mom said I could stay up and watch the game if I came home from school and took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember like getting home and like uh, going to bed as fast as I could mm-hmm. and sleeping so I could get up and watch the game. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it and they won. And then my only other memory is that um, my uncle called my mom and he was, he's not an emotional guy at all. And he was like, I think he was crying. And he was like, I can't believe it. I never thought I'd see the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> the only two. And even at the time, I was like, this is a noteworthy moment. The only two sports moments I have from my childhood that I remember that are like professional sports is being at the opening weekend. It might not have been opening weekend, but it was like the first 4th of July at the new Smoky Stadium in Sevierville. It had moved from downtown Knoxville. And moved up to Sevier, Sevier County. And I remember they had a big, like, fireworks show. And someone fucked up. And they set the field behind... They set the hill behind the field on fire. And they had to evacuate the stadium. And I was there. <laughs> and great. it was great. So there was, like, you know, guys running around in, like, cut-off jean shorts, work boots, and, like, no shirt trying to put out a fire. It was <laughs> exactly what you expect. It was great. And they were, like... It was, like, right during Freebirds. Like, meow, 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 And, like, the fucking place is, like, on fire and smoke's going everywhere. Something about minor league baseball games is, like, surreal. Oh, it was, it was incredible. A couple years ago, I went to a... You track. know what's really surreal, surreal is how expensive that damn beer and hot dogs are oh, there. Can, can you believe... I know it. I ain't paying eight dollars for no hot beer. Get out of here. Just, just get five dollars for an ice cream cone. Yeah, it's too much. You remember when they used to serve it in like the little helmet? It's my favorite. That was my favorite. I have one too. Big fan. Sometimes I just drink wine out of it just to bring back my childhood. Second event. You drink wine. Uh, Anyway, go ahead. Second event tied to my childhood. Mm -hmm. Death of Dale Earnhardt. Oh, we're going there. That's the only two sporting events because my mother and father were crying 
my stepdad was at the time was a huge Dale Earnhardt fan. He mm-hmm. had, I remember he got. Uh, I thought this was really funny. He got a big number three to put on his Jeep. My dad did the same thing. But did it say in memory a number three? I can't remember. Yeah, it was, I remember my dad had one, but he put it backwards. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was supposed to be inside or something yeah you put it like on the outside <laughs> that's great so funny. my dad had one we put it on our chevy we only drove drove chevy in our house all right because mm-hmm. earnhardt used to drive a chevy and put a big and it had like i'm trying to remember what it was, it was almost like a like a what they would put on like a crest for like someone's like monument you know or it had like be like uh looks like it was chiseled in brass and had like uh, laurels on it and stuff and it, and it had a big number three, and it said, in memory of, and it said number, and then it said three in the middle, and then it had, in quotation marks, The Intimidator. Oh, it's dark. I tried to steal that nickname in middle middle school, high school. Yeah. Well, I was going to say about the, uh, I do have also a fireworks, minor league baseball fireworks story. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, I went to a Chattanooga Lookouts game. Okay. Named after the Lookout Mountain. Yes. Um... Because they looked out from the mountain, and they saw the most beautiful land in the world, Tennessee. Knoxville. They saw Knoxville from Chattanooga. From Chattanooga. It's that beautiful. Chattanooga's just like Knoxville, too. Let's be real. Like, they want to be Knoxville. I mean, a lot better downtown scene. They want to be Knoxville, and Knoxville wants to be Asheville. Nashville. And Nashville. <laughs> um but anyway, it was superhero night, so everyone was dressed up as like superheroes, mm-hmm. and they had some thing on. Where it was also like a Friday night, so they had fireworks after the game. Did I see that weird? What fireworks? They had fireworks. Fireworks. Fire. I think you mean fireworks. Fear. 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 Start. Sound it out. Fearwork. Fearworks. They had fireworks on the field, but they had some kind of promotion where if you dressed up as a superhero, you got to go on the field during the show. This reminds me of another story we have. (laughs) Okay, Okay. go ahead. So they they have fireworks after the game, and they're like huge, and there's all these people dressed up as like, you know, like Darth Vader and mm-hmm. Superman and stuff out on the field. And they're just like, and it's so loud. And there's like fireworks following around them. I was like, oh, well, this is, it was very weird. Do you remember when we went to the Braves opening home weekend? I think it was the last time we went. And it was Asian American night. Yes. And they had a thing where it's like if you showed up a few hours early and you came in through the gate and you, if you had bought a ticket with the family pack, which we did, not only did you get, what was it, Hank Aaron was the jersey that we got? I think so. Yeah. So we, had a, we got a Hank Aaron jersey with, for free with the cost of our ticket. But also if you got there like early enough and entered through a certain gate, you were allowed to march on the field with the parade. The thing is that it was Asian American. No, that's the thing. It didn't say you had to be Asian American. It, it said... You can march on the field with your country's flag, and it didn't say anything about being Asian American. And I was like, imagine how dumb it would be if you just saw like a sweaty Italian guy down there just walking with like a Sicilian flag or something. <laughs> oh, I guess the other um, Knoxville. I can't remember. Did you go to any of those concerts with 
with us when we were like 16. Those like so, terrible concerts. So John and I went to a lot of concerts, but I, I can't, I don't well, know for if some you reason, and I, me and John went to some. Cause I feel like John and, and I would go to stuff and then like, if, if I wasn't going with John, you would usually go with John. I feel like that's how you usually go. Oh yeah. I don't really remember. I don't um, think we went to too many concerts together, which is crazy. We went to some good shows, though. I'm Yo, talking yeah, about tell you. Puddle, Puddle of Mud, Seether, Coheed and Cambria. Oh, yeah, that was later. Yeah. And even then, I was like, I'm not really into this. Seether's but... good. Seether was really good, though, back then. Yeah. Pretty good. I, yeah. I still... Guilty I mean, I pleasure. to them. I, no, not he even He cranks it every pleasure. day. I don't, I don't make fun of Seether like I make fun of Puddle of Mud. Thank God. Coming up for reason. <laughs> oh, it's good scene? God. That's it. Good God, you're coming up for reason. Trying to remember, oh, it's all God, you don't belong. <laughs> we saw Red. Oh yeah, that they're crazy. They were insane live. I saw them. Those people were definitely on cocaine. They were Christian. Yeah, I'm just saying, straight line. You uh, know what I mean? If they were Christian, there's no way they were on cocaine. Listen, the only straight edge they know is a razor blade to cut lines of cocaine because those boys were insane on the stage. One of the, I remember this, the guitarist from the Red had to quit the band because a guitar flew off the other guitarist and hit him in the ribs and shattered all of his ribs on one side. Was it Red or The Red? I can't remember if it was Red or The Red. I think it was just Red. It's just Red? That's, that's, a, don't do that. If you have a band and you're just going to put it like a single name, put a The in front of it. It's like, I love Pix, I love Pixies, but I say The Pixies and people are like, do you mean Pixies? I'm like, dude, shut up. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Wonder what Red stood for. Hmm. Should I look it up? I think you should look it up. I mean, they were such a profound band. I'm going to imagine it has some deep illusion. My greatest memory was from the um, red color. Man, I don't know. doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The Puddle of Mud show, I remember going, and I was probably like starting to get not like Puddle of Mud anymore. You were starting to get aggressive, too, if I remember <laughs> how this story goes. I was very aggravated because... We get like, towards, oh man, puddle of mud sucks. I didn't know. No, we get towards like the front, and I'm like 16. And there's like I guarantee at that age and that location you're at the Valerium, I guess. Yeah, at the Valerium. At now the Valerium. International. And I I've been to several shows there, and there's always it's always the same type of guy is like, let's start a mosh pit. This I couldn't believe it. Yeah, they were moshing every the show. puddle of mud. I know. Yep. And I was so mad and i'm getting crushed against the like barrier yeah. i'm like right in the front i'm like right in front of the lead singer getting crushed but um it's terrible i don't know if you've ever been that you probably been i've been at a lot of shows in that situation yeah it sucks so the same kid is like coming and he's hitting me like every time like just with the like wet really body. hard yeah like this like small kid he's like dressed in all black or something and we've talked about this before it's always the guy who starts the mosh pit who's the first one to take his shirt off be really sweaty and tuck it in the back of his pants. <laughs> the back of his pants. So he has like this shitty tail. He has like, he has like baggy cargo shorts. And he smells on. terrible. <laughs> like he, it's just bad. But he's hitting me and eventually I'm like, I've got to do something. This kid is like going to like crush me or something. So I turn around. So it was fight or flight and you decided to fight. Yes. I turn around. He crashes into me and then with all my strength... I push him into the mosh pit. Like, I put, like, like it's I like remember upper you telling backs, this, and, and you said he tumbled into the mosh no, pit. No, he, he went, like, head over heels into the mosh pit <laughs> and disappeared into, like, a like string of bodies. And were, were they moshing to Mary Go? 
I don't know. I, in my mind, it's like the perfect like shitty movie. I can't believe there's no way they played that Mary terrible go. song. Mary go round was, and round. Mary go. It's like the perfect song for a guy to be obnoxiously mocked. You used to. to make fun of that song at the time. I remember. Yep. Because it's terrible. It's so bad. And our our friend sure. John, our only friend, will name on this podcast. Listen to that song every day when he gave me a ride to school. It was infuriating. <laughs> Surely, the, I'm, look up "Merry Go" by Puddle of Mud. I could probably find that. You think the set list would be online? Oh for my that? god, I hope it is. Surely they didn't play "Merry Go Round." Oh man, I don't know. We'll find out, maybe. Um, but um, so he disappears into this like mass of bodies. Yeah. I'd never see him. I've never seen him again. Yeah, just never a whole lot of overbites in this crowd. You can just tell. <laughs> but I'm not getting like crushed anymore. Yeah. And then the song ends. Mosh pit kind of ends. And then some guy's like, some kid just broke his arm in the mosh pit. <laughs> so to this day, we say that Trey broke a guy's arm in the mosh pit. I would say that's about 70% chance. It probably is. The guy deserved it. Let's be real. Now we're going to throw it a break. And when we come back, we're going to tell you all about our... Experience at Volapalooza 2018. Volapalooza 2018. So we'll be right back with more Knoxon on Knoxville's door. Hi, I'm Grant. And I'm Trey. And we're two Knoxville boys who are looking for a fresh perspective on the Knoxville area. And that's why we made our brand new podcast, Knoxon on Knoxville's door. That's K-N-O-X-X-I-N on Knoxville's door where we dig into topics like the 1982 World's Fair, Volapalooza, the Knox County Mayor race, and what exactly did Peyton Manning think about the Siegfried and Roy Tiger attack in 2003. All this and more on Knox and on Knoxville's Door, wherever podcasts are available. Okay, we're back, uh, recording live from the tip top of the sun sphere. Uh, just before we get started on Volapalooza, I want to say that we did some research, and we did, in fact, confirm that Puddle of Mud played... Their best number one hit and critically acclaimed song, Merry Go Round. At the Valerian, I think... 2008? Yeah, like it was like May, March 21st, 2008. Wow. And I was there. And he... <laughs> Ten injured, years ago. He injured a man. Ten years ago. He wasn't a man. He was an obnoxious kid, but... <laughs> okay. So let's go into Volapalooza. So we thought, we you know, we're up here brainstorming. Brainstorming? Brainstorming. And brainstorming. Yeah. I meant to say brainstorming. Brainstorming. So we're, like, talking about different mean, types of salts. A mean brine game. Right. Like dill and peppercorn. He likes, <laughs> he likes a nice corn bird. Yes. And we're like, what could be more Knoxville... I think it was like a week before I was like, we should go to Volapalooza and do an episode. And I said, oh, shit. I thought it was a great idea. It was a great idea. It's just, you know, it's Volapalooza. And, you know, let's see, the night before I'm looking up and, you know, Black Bear was headlining. Who I had never heard of. I looked him up. I think I maybe had heard of him. Yeah, Malcolm. uh, Oh, X. Malcolm X. X. Malcolm X. Really... Um, influence Black Bear. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fix that one in post. Um, so a friend that I know that we have, he had told me that uh, 
Yeah, Blackbeard has a song. It's like, what song? The song. Oh, that one. Yeah, the, I don't know what the song was. Our friend sang the oh, song. We'll put it in. We'll put the song. We'll put the song in post. The song that Malcolm X enjoyed. Yes. Yeah. But anyways, Black Bear. I almost said Malcolm. X, Black Bear drops out the night before with a medical emergency. And I just thought it's like this guy's gonna be hungover tomorrow. He just doesn't want to perform at volleyball. No, but he has like some. I'm trying to remember. What it was, was like pretty serious, wasn't yeah. it? He had to like get an organ removed or something. I went on his Twitter to see if he had tweeted, and people were like, I was like "Pray for didn't... Black Bear." <laughs> I was like, "Hope he didn't die or something." I'm like, under. <laughs> What a shitty way to go, dying en route to Knoxville. Can you imagine, like, praying for, like, the Volapalooza artist? Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's just what a good Christian would do, Trey. So they replaced him with uh, Juicy J. J. And they moved it to Thompson Bowling Mafia. Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be a World's Fair. Yeah. Because they were expecting it to rain, which it did not. It did not rain. did not rain. So the day of the show, big mm-hmm. show... We come down from our nest at the top of the sun sphere. The top of the sun sphere. We've been up there block, just working just hard. Some pre-production on the podcast. Yep. Some pre-pro. Uh, we arrive promptly at 5.55. We're five minutes early and no one is in the parking no garage. No one is in the parking garage. So we're like... So if we've reached the level of adulthood where we value punctuality over being cool. And we had a discussion. We were like, uh, I think we should wait. It's supposed to start at 6. I was like, we should wait till 6 to go in because we don't want to go in and For be the first people there. Upon our realization. Especially upon, not being UT college students. It was, we also should say that the whole time we went to UT, we never really paid Volapalooza any attention no, at I gotta all. Say, I, 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 did. I barely knew it was a thing. I knew the guy who was like on the student government or whatever, right? And he also was the founder of Volapalooza. And he was a, like, uh, what is it called? It's a non-traditional student where it's like you come back when you're older. He was like 36. and he was back, Yes, and he created and, like, founded Volapalooza. That he was a really a, nice guy. A lot of no, sense. for sure it does. But he's, like, a really nice guy. But it was, like, kind of lame, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I thought that was kind of funny. But we go in. Uh, let's see. Can we get our wristbands? Mm-hmm. There actually is a line of, like, students yeah it was probably like because they came from their the dorms yeah. yeah go through very lax security which I, kind of concerned yeah me, it was very honest. like in the in the current climate of our uh, it was a cop country. just looking at people yeah he was just giving his arms were crossed very strong forearms this is a man that does group training but later when we went out there was people no they were wanding they were wanding yeah people. they were checking like, people they were checking bags. Do that the whole time i was like you let everybody in without checking them you know it's like ugh, yeah the whole thing uh, let's see. So we go in and the shit. No one's playing yet. No one's playing. Um, but there is an outside. They have an art corner. It's and, an art corner. And, I, and here's the thing: three big draws. It said art, mm-hmm. hair braiding, gotcha, henna tattoos. What more could you want? Art, hair braiding, and henna tattoos. They could have stopped at hair braiding. I was all in. <laughs> Well, you're gonna be able. You're gonna tell me I can get a nice tribal armband with my new French braid. Hook me up. <laughs> so we're like, let's go check it out. We, we go did. in. We get handed immediately like a package of sweet, sweet tart, tart ropes. ropes. Yeah, but they were strawberry. I want to say strawberry. Yeah. Um, 
Which I was like, like these are pretty good, aren't like they? Because I don't like the licorice or whatever. And Trey got handed one, and I did that thing where it's like if someone's handing out a pamphlet on like a quad or like outside in like the propaganda zone, I will say, in like mm-hmm. a free speech zone in a school where you just look through them and pass them. It had been too long for me because I, I got really good at that when I went to UT where I would it's like the hate. You just act like the person's not even there. It's like the hateful pastor who's yelling stuff. You just walk through him. And especially me because my normal face is like, like don't talk to me. It's moderately aggressive. Like people, and that's not that I'm trying to do that. It's just my face. You're just a fucking badass. Yes. And. Don't take any people's shit. I've injured at least two people in my life. You got a hard look. So, but I take the sweet tart ropes and. I didn't regret it. Yeah, they, they were, were pretty good. Were pretty I good. found a pack that was half open on the floor, and I ended up eating them later. They were Did pretty you really? Good. Yeah, I was hungry. Yeah, because we well, we'll get to why we didn't get any food. Yeah. So we go, and then we like go really outside because that was like kind of leading outside. Yeah. So we like go out through this like big door. It's like a bay door. We like walk mm-hmm. out, and there's like this small landing, and the first booth we see, and we gotta admit, Trey, when we were walking in. Mm-hmm. We both said to ourselves, I hope to God we don't see anybody we know. Yeah, I think you said that immediately. Yeah. Like, the second I walked up there and I saw it's like, one, I am way bigger than everybody here by at least 50 pounds. We look like grown <laughs> Especially men. Especially later when we're standing. Oh, like in the and, and we'll get into this, but we look like grown men who are trying to crash Volapalooza 2018. Yeah, so we immediately, we walk outside and immediately see... Uh, a, cl- a former classmate of ours. <laughs> that we went to high pretty school. good friend. <laughs> and, and she says, how did you get in here? Yeah, immediately. <laughs> the first thing she says, how did you guys get in? And then there was someone else there, and they were like, well. It's not for students it's only. It's just for students. Just mainly for students only. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of, we were, and then that was the. So we're like pleading with this person to, to like, please, we're not, we're here for research, we swear. I'm like newly married, have my wedding ring on. I'm like, please, I'm not here to try and pick up 20-year-old girls. So I think I was doing okay until that moment, and then I started feeling like, we like weird. I felt so weird. So we, I, so we tried to kind of check out the other booths, but I was just like, let's just get back inside. Yeah, and there's like, like people are wearing Hawaiian shirts. Apparently, those are cool again. Didn't mm-hmm. know. There's suspenders. We're kind of pulling them off. That looked really cool. Yeah. They had, like, nice fitted shorts and wearing Hawaiian shirts. It was a good look. But give me, give me a man in a nice, crisp white tee and gym shorts and sandals any day, and I'll say that's my look. Well, that's your look right now. Well, you know. Trey, don't, don't ruin the illusion. It's the part of being I dressed up. I wore a collared shirt. He's wearing a polo button all the way up. You got to do it. It's a good look. You pull it off. I'm not criticizing you. I mean, I couldn't do that because my neck's too thick from all the neck exercises I do. Stupid. Got a thick neck. I think that's what actually makes me look so big. I've only I've only gained like 35, 40 pounds. It's just the neck makes me look big. It, also, the the like muscles on your like shoulders are insane. They're not like, that big. I feel like that when you started working out, that was the first thing. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> it's not the only happened? thing that grew. <laughs> All my muscle gains went directly. What is that called? It's your traps. Your traps. My traps. Got nice meaty traps. So we go back in. I don't remember. I think the first the first show started shortly after that. Mm-hmm. And it was a band called was Odd it? Note. Oh, it was Odd Note. That's right. 
And they were not great. They were really not great. But we wanted to stand in the crowd. Yeah. We were pretty close. But, it, like, remember, there was two stages, which was really weird. Yeah. So they had, like, the main stage where the good artists would play. <laughs> and they had the shitty side stage, which is one-third like, the side. the white boy bands. Which on. were terrible. Just, like, prosaic music that hasn't changed I'm in sure they years. were nice guys. No, I'm sure they were, too. Like, they weren't being really douchey up there or anything. It's just they sucked. <laughs> well, it sounded like... It sounded like... Bad Hozier, and I'm not even a fan of Hozier. Yeah, you know what it made me think of? It made me think of like, uh, like an early 2000s shitty version of Chevelle. <laughs> That's what it made me think of. I, don't, I always thought that was like a terrible band. That's what kept me from listening to some. I mean, I listened to Puddle of Mud. But mm-hmm. a lot you of drew the bands, line at Chevelle. I was like, Chevelle? That's dumb. That's it. <laughs> you know, like In Two Jars? I liked that song back in the day, back when I was playing Halo mm-hmm. 2. Like, iPod shuffle and like on the Xbox. Breaking Benjamin was like too much for me. You need to hold your tongue because <laughs> I loved We Are Not Alone and Phobia. Like most people I knew were into My Chemical Romance. I did not like. But My I thought Romance. the name was so stupid. Yeah, it was so get dumb. It. Um, we're getting a lot of hate mail for that, by the way. I gotta say, okay, so you know they did the Black Parade thing out in uh, California. I guess. Did, did you know? So it's no. like they had like an emo thing where it's like mm-hmm. they tried to like have this big emo convention where they like played stuff. And all I got to say is I saw this video of Post Malone holding a cigarette in his hand, like saluting with it, singing the Black Parade. Oh, I saw that. And that was just like, I love Post Malone, but that was so lame. Like, that is, like, that is the lamest thing. It was so funny. Do you remember the um, the really bad lyric from Odd Note? Do you remember what it was? Oh, Trey, I think I have it written down. I think I was, I heard that and I said, wow, that is such excellent profound writing that i need to share this to our fans because all the songs were like pretty obvious to me and then oh i remember how i actually described them i said they were a puddle of mud meets nirvana shit baby and to even put nirvana in there is really yeah, an insult to nirvana yeah. it's not even close it's really just that the drummer had a nirvana shirt on so i was like oh these guys might be okay like if they just played all well, nirvana think of songs, all the shitty bands that nirvana inspired like your favorite band from the mid-2000s puddle of mud puddle of mud yeah but uh, they had this one song, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say the lyrics. I'm gonna ask if you can guess what the song was called. So the lyrics go: Pain doesn't fade; it stays the same every day. Um, it's gonna be an obvious song title. It's got to be like. Oh, do we, you actually know the song title, or I'm just? I mean, I'm pretty sure he said what it was, and I think I, I'm pretty. I think I'm right here. It's probably like pain every day or something. Or like I think it was pain, just pain. Just pain. <laughs> pain doesn't fade; it stays the same every day. It's like wow, he went really. He really went with like a strong. I mean, it was like hard pain rhyme. doesn't fade; stays the same every day. That's how it was. And the guy was like really thin, and like he was wearing a really baggy tank top and like some yoga sweats. Let's talk about so just the experience of standing in the crowd. So oh, we're just man. standing around. We're munching on some sweet tart ropes. Yep. And we're, I'm so much bigger than everyone around You're, me. Yeah, everyone is like skinny. Like all the boys are like skinny, wiry, 18-year-old Well, you got to think it's like they're young guys. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah they're not. They're about they're not, to put on their like They're about to put on that pounds. freshman 50 like I did. <laughs> and uh, I swear to God, Trey doesn't believe me, but there was a person, there was a lady across from them. There was a group of three friends and one of the girls, I swear to God, pointed to me and said look at that guy he's freaking huge and they all laughed i I swear to god that happened i might be i mean a little like i don't see this in myself but some people have said grant howard's anxious and i say there were a few times "Eh." where 
I uh, like met, accidentally met eyes with like a young girl, yeah. and I immediately would just like look. Oh up god! And be like, or like you know, they were there would be like some ladies, and they were trying to leave, maybe to go meet with their I, friends. or Yeah, something. I had like several awkward. And like, they were like running into you, but I was having to physically turn because they would like come up and they would like stand in front of me, and they like wouldn't look at me. But they knew, like, they were trying to get through, and obviously I knew. So, like, I would have to physically turn so they could get around my door frame size frame. At one point, there was a girl in front of me that had braces on. And I was like, <laughs> I, like, actually, like, covered my eyes and was, like, shook we my head. Like, felt oh, my God. so weird. And it I was felt like very a, strange. And it wasn't even, it was like, my, It was weirder than I thought it would be. I felt like a creep is what I yeah, felt like. It made me feel it's like, like well, here we are, obviously, like, grown like men. A Friday night. It's a Friday night. It's like these people are dressed like, you know, they're trying to go to like a club and have like a good time. Except and they're like babies. They're so young. They don't even young. know what they're doing. They're so <laughs> young. And it's like I'm complaining because my feet hurt because I wore my Chuck Taylors and they had no arch support. <laughs> and I was standing on top of a of a just poured concrete floor in pain. And I'm like, Trey, we just got to get out of here. I feel so weird. <laughs> well... So that the odd note show ends, and yes. we're like, let's go sit down. Now in before stands. they end, they played another banger that I also wrote down. Their okay, to. let's hear that. And uh, I think this song was either called "Feel" or it was called "Hell." I'm not <laughs> sure. I would say. Hell. And, so their songs are just one word, one syllable. And their the song. This was the hook. This was like the chorus, and it said, "I'm in hell. Send me to my cell. I feel hell." And I put that in all caps. Because that's where he like really sold like the theme. Wait, let's let's go through this. I'm in hell. Send me to my, my cell. cell. I feel hell. So in hell, he has his own cell. Yeah, like prison cell. I'm in hell. Who is he talking to? I don't know. I imagine it's like it's a guy who like doesn't give a fuck. He's, he's talking like, to the devil. He's like, "Fuck you. Send me to my cell." I'm in hell. Send me to my cell. No, it was like even slower. He's like, I'm in hell, send me to my cell. Oh, I also remember. I feel <laughs> hell. That was like just as good as the actual thing. <laughs> I remember there was these these girls to the side who were obviously like dating the band. Oh, members, yeah. They're like dancing they were like songs and mouthing stuff. on the word. And you were like, oh, they were into it. I was like, Grant, they were clearly like, and I was like oh, you're how right. else would they know the word? I was like really happy because it was like nice to see these young people who weren't jaded and like just depressed and accepted the cruelty of the world yet having a good time at just a D tier and that's D as in dog D tier band performance. So after Odd Note performs, we go and sit up in the stands. We have a nice chat. I think we talked about Lord of the Rings. Talked about Lord of like the Rings. Minutes. I pulled up a lot of pictures of Gandalf the the White, and we talked about how he brought the Rohirrim down into Helm's Deep. Incredible scene. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend the Two Towers. Well, and I said that my favorite part about the Lord of the Rings trilogy is the Rohan stuff. Yeah, the Rohirrim are awesome. And then my favorite quote from any of the movies is, um, in my mind, it's embellished a little bit, but. I can't remember her name, but the Rohan like this princess. Eowyn? Yeah, Eowyn. Yeah. She kills the he's like I don't remember what they're called. The like dark Nazgul. scary guy. It was the okay. it was the witch Nazgul, king. The witch king. king. Shut up, dude. Tolkien's he, great. <laughs> <laughs> she like goes to fight him. Oh, I have two favorite. Okay. This is the All same right. scene right. basically. Right. So the Rohan king is dying. Yeah. Theoden? Theoden King. Okay, yeah. he's dying. And Eowyn comes. I think it's I don't think it's his daughter. I think, I think it's his, his niece. It's his niece, I believe you're right. Yeah. 
and she's like trying to save him and he's like my body is broken yeah, he's, he's crushed by the fucking horse it's <laughs> yeah, terrible what an awful way to my go my body is broken and then the thing comes and it's like and she like Stands up to fight it, and he's like, you fool, no man can kill me. And she throws off her fucking helmet. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, she, okay. First, she stabs him, I think, in the face. No, no, that's after. <gasps> it's after, you're she right. She has the shield, and he's like, you fool. She, and the guy swings that fucking mace and breaks her arm. And then he's like, giving the whole spiel. And then spiel. she says, I am no man. And then she throws off her helmet, I am no man, stabs that fucker. I am no man. And if you remember, it was either Mary or Pippin actually like cut that bitch in the back of his leg and like dropped him. I don't remember. So we talked about that for a while and then talked about some other things, caught up on life. Yep. Let's see, who came up next? It was R. Lumar, right? Yeah, which is his, his name is, it's his first initial is R, his middle name is Lamar. But we were saying his name R Lum R, not understanding yeah, we were not the play on the word. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we're trying to figure out how to say it pretty much the whole time. And he was like, "Hey, my name's Lamar," and I was like, "It's literally R Lamar." Oh god, <laughs> uh, you remind me a lot of the weekend. Yeah, After was, hearing Odd Note, I thought it was pretty. No, good. His, his music was pretty good, and like it was just funny because like you know it, it, you kind of saw how antiquated rock music is because like none of the students gave a shit, yeah. and the second they heard like a nice like house or like trap beat, they just went running to the stage. Yeah, like he was definitely getting the crowd way more into. It just it. seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah, he seemed great like i would love to go I get a beer after, with him maybe after, around a pool hall <laughs> to have a good time sure talk about what our how our lives have changed about what we wanted to achieve and what we're settling on now <laughs> can relate um <laughs> <laughs> uh, never thought i'd be 25 doing a podcast about knoxville oh, excuse me i'm 26 doing a podcast Ooh. about knoxville so uh i will say after a while his songs started to sound the same it sounded a little the same yeah but it was, it was kind of monotone. This we sat in the stands the whole time. We were the like, we need a break, time. need My to feet rest. We're recovering. Your uh, planter dogs were barking. The dogs were barking. <laughs> they were a howling. Let me tell you, they were like arf arf arf. I was actually uh, took my shoes off and I was massaging the sole of my feet through wool socks because I'm the kind of guy that wears wool socks all year round and just sweating. No, not sweating. Wool is. I'm not going to talk about this. <laughs> and then let's see what was the next. Shout out to the wool sock life. Wool life. The next band came on on the other, the white boy stage. The white boy stage, yep. Hard Castle, or as you called them. Fart Castle. Fart Castle. Um, they were, what was their vibe? It was a little like Imagine Dragons-ish. Sort of, just without the variety of sound. I don't even know. It was so weird. And they were all wearing jackets. You remember they that? They were wearing pants and jackets. Into it. They were really into it. And I felt bad for them because like their lead guitarist was like a little bit chubbier guy and he was like on a leather jacket. And they were, like, really leading up for him to nail this solo. Like, I got to say, like, they built the attention. They got all the attention focused on him. I don't know what the fuck happened. All their amps went out. Yeah. And so, they like, were, all you they could just hear, kept going. they just kept going. Props to them for owning that. But, like, it was literally it just been drum their last song. I think it was, like, their last song. And, I mean, they seem like nice dudes. They probably had a group of, like, ten, like, white kids that were into it. Mm-hmm. But in contrast to, like... Like, what Arlamar just Arlamar, did? Arlamar, then after him. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, kids don't care about that music. No, they don't. Anymore. I don't give a shit about that music. I might play Hot Fuss by the Killers, like, once a week, but that, song, that album's a classic. Well, I think, like, people was, I mean, young kids were still getting, they still know the Killers. And yeah. Like, but it's, 
I don't know. I hope that that music. You know what my wife calls it is uh, Julianne calls you're it. Wife. You're married. I'm married. Trey, you were at my wedding. You were at my wedding. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Remember yeah, yeah. we flew. You were miserable the entire time because we woke up way too early for you. It wasn't that bad. And uh, we had, we spent my bachelor party with, uh, what was it, three gay men and two of my best friends. So five gay men. That was fun. It was awesome. I had a really good time. The bachelor party was good fun. We drank a lot of Patron. It was a good time. Um, shout out to Gilbert, which I didn't know apparently is Mormon country out in, U- in uh, not Utah, in really? Arizona. Yeah. Hmm. What was the? Why didn't you get a Mormon to marry you? Or was he Mormon? No, Dave might have been actually. That would make sense. He was a really nice guy though, and he like, great. I would I would be surprised if he is. Like, I'm not saying all Mormons are close. I just want to say, wish okay. he was my dad. Really? Seemed like a very accepting, even keel guy. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a guy who wear like a nice braided Did, belt. Didn't you guys pick him because he had done gay marriage? Well, that was the thing. Is that like you know, um, Julianne's bridal party? They were both two gay guys, wonderful guys. I would say their name, but we're only talking about John on here. It's the only person who will be named. And Malcolm X, apparently. And uh, we just wanted to make sure that we weren't going to get somebody who was going to be, you know, bigoted or close-minded to do our uh, ceremony. Cool. So, back to Vala. Back to Vala. Uh, so, we set, the, we set down through the entire Fart Castle set. And we relive our favorite moments of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> I was definitely getting into the whole scene of Gandalf fighting the Balrog. Love that. Um, let's see. Next was Zella Day. Zella Day. The main thing I remember about her set, we went and stood with the in the crowd again. We but went bef- down there. Especially when you're far away, you could see like, just like, Big puffs of vape smoke coming out of the crowd. I guess like it's a generational are... thing. Like I guess everybody vapes is. now. Yeah, like sixteen to twenty year olds. Yeah, like I feel like everybody vapors. vapes at sixteen to twenty, and just people who vape in our age group are like really into it. They got like what do they call them? Rigs? Is that what they call I don't it? Know, and they're like, yeah, this baby puts out. It gets like two hundred degrees Celsius. And they uh, major clouds, bro. What was I gonna say? But like, uh, it may be like a health crisis. They think like they may be. It's gonna be creating one of those like a new like generation of smokers. We're not gonna know like how bad these are until like twenty years from now. <laughs> how could we describe uh, Zella Day, the artist? She's sort of Stevie Nicksy a little bit. Yeah. What, would it, what else did it kind of remind you of? Um, there was a little bit of that like kind like, of southern um, witchiness to it. I'm trying to think. Like any of these like. She like Lana little, Del Rey. She sounded a lot like uh, Ellie Goulding as Ellie well. Gold. Yeah. I thought her voice sounded very similar to the Sylvan Esso singer. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's singing different types of songs, yeah. really. Um, it definitely kind of had a lot of little, stage chatter. A lot of stage chatter. She was really into it. She was rocking some gold pants. And she was the kind of person. She came she on She was strong. in very good shape. She was in very good shape. That woman was cut. And uh, the first thing she said was, like, I was backstage and I was like, Am I gonna wear these gold pants that are look like they're painted on? And I said, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, she did say something. And I was that. like, "Hell yeah, girl! Well, you own they, those fucking they pants." Throw a, uh, they threw a blue maraca. I think it was either blue or red. They threw a maraca into the crowd. Into the crowd. Wild. And then like there was a part where they were shaking the maraca, and she was like, "Where's that fucking maraca? I want to see you shaking it." <laughs> uh, they were pretty good though. I gotta say, like the actual like the, the singing yeah. was really good, and um. She had the backup. Their backup singers sounded great, like the way they harmonized and everything. Really the kids thing. seemed into it more. Mm-hmm. 
So probably there about was, there were some girls in front of us that, that like knew her hit. So apparently she has like a pretty big hit. Yeah, I actually remember her hit from uh, her hit. I don't I don't even know if it was on the radio, mm-hmm. but I used to work at um, movie theater and they would play it like in between movies. Yeah, and we'd hear it all the time. It'd be those like really like C list. And it was like this yeah. oh very mediocre pop song, but compared to the other shitty stuff, mm-hmm. it was like like we were like, oh we, this one's okay. Yeah. Um. So probably about two thirds of the way through her set, I looked at you. I was like, "Do you want, like we were planning on leaving?" Mm-hmm. We were like, "I would be amazed if we made it to the headliner." Yeah, but uh, I was like, "Do you want to leave?" Because I was feeling very uncomfortable. Yeah, at this I was point. too. Because once again, the crowd was getting more and more. It was like, like tight, it was bigger. You know what I younger. felt like? I felt like a rock in a river, and there was just like the flow of the generations was going around me, and here I am standing, a monolith of my generation. I definitely never felt older yeah i for sure felt old as shit like i, I think i told you like we need to go to like an eagles concert yeah. or something so we feel young yeah <laughs> and we left at that point we're gonna so. go see the pixies again we were definitely the youngest people there we were one of there was like a kid with his there was a, yeah there was a young was kid there. really into it yeah like the dad they were both really into it so yeah but he was hey, props like, to that kid yeah it was a great show but most people were just kind of sitting quietly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had all the dancers next to me because you, if you remember, this is what's, what's funny about the show. This is kind of <laughs> this can be linked to this is that we all bought tickets together, but one of the tickets was off by itself. No, here's what happened. Oh, what happened? Oh shit! So me and another friend, we were like, we were really into the Pixies at the time. Mm-hmm. I think we got you into Pixies. Yeah, the Pixies, Pixies, and kind of like on a whim, I was like, maybe we should buy. I like texted him and was like, should we get Pixies tickets? And yeah. we got them. We were excited. And then I was like, oh, no. We sh-. I was like, well, you should have invited Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like called you maybe. I was like, do you want to go to And I was like, Pixies? fuck yes. So I was like, well. I was, and then I couldn't. I, I The closest ticket I could get was like three seats down. Because <laughs> it was all seating. Down, yeah. And I didn't buy them together. Oh, it's great. And maybe you bought it. I can't remember. I might have. I can't remember. But, uh, so you tried to sit with us and then like a lady and her boyfriend showed up and, showed up and I had to move. Yeah. And the friend with this, he wouldn't look at you cause he felt bad. Like the whole show. I know. And you guys were like, I thought it out. was kind of funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> like I, I remember they played your favorite song or you were like, I hope they played 13 baby or number What's 13, baby. number 13. Yeah. And, uh, they played it, which yeah. was surprising because it's like, not like what? a big. And I looked over, and you're like, I was giddy. I thought it was it. kind of f- funny though, because you were like, I was really into it. I couldn't <laughs> believe they played it. And I'm by myself. Perfect. There's like 30 year old women, like all dancing together to the side of me. They're just having a great time, and here I am, just like arms crossed, just like screaming alone. With the other friend, with like he literally, he was. I was. I'd be like, look at Grant. He'd be like, I can't. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, any final thoughts on Volapalooza? Would you recommend? I would recommend it to anyone who is a previous UT alum to go and realize that you didn't miss out on anything. Yeah, pay pay fifteen bucks for fifteen bucks, though. I mean, really, like <laughs> if you don't have anything else to do and you're a high school it student, it was a really weird. It was a weird vibe. Yeah, if you're, it's definitely like a young. If you got like, like nothing to do on a Friday and you're like a young, if you live though, in. The dorms at UT. Oh yeah, sure. Why you not? don't have a car. Yep. You have nothing to do. You've eaten hibachi factory three times that week already. Go down and get a henna tattoo. Hair braided. Get your hair braided. Get some sweet ropes. tart. Sweet tart ropes. Get roped. 
Get roped. I really actually think that's their like phrase, catchphrase. That's it. Get roped. Um, and see some mediocre musical acts. Yeah. Maybe uh, mediocre to bad. <laughs> mediocre to bad. So I think that's. I think we covered it. Um, I'll. Maybe you know. Maybe you know what you know. We're kind of down on Volapalooza, but maybe next year we can do have our own booth and do a live podcast from mm-hmm. Volapalooza 2019. 2K19, the return, the return to Volapalooza. Um. Maybe we could even be like we could do like a set. I would love to do a set, Trey. We have a we have a history of improvisational performance art. So that's true. So I think that about wraps it up for us. Uh, Knox and on Knoxville's door. That was our episode of Olapalooza from the tip of the sun sphere. And I'd like to thank once again our sponsor, Petro's Chili Chips and Cheese, the original sponsor of the Petro's Pro Bowl Chili Bowl Professional Bowl Championship. And we also just like to thank Peyton Manning, just in general. Peyton Manning. Knoxville's Philip Fulmer. Knoxville's Joan of Arc. Peyton Manning. All right, we'll see you next time. Later.